And uh, as we are uh, worshiping, give an echo of worship uh, by giving, let me read the scripture for you from Isaiah 43. And it says in Isaiah 43, um, But now this is what the Lord says, He who created, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, uh, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by my name. You are mine. And when you pass, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned, and the flames will not set you ablaze. For I am your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead, since you are precious and honored in my sight. And because I have loved you, I will give men in exchange for you and people in exchange for your life. Um, we have uh, Tim is sitting right here. Tim is our CFO, um, and he takes good minutes, and he doesn't forget anything, right? So he's going to help me because I forgot that paper there, Tim. And uh, can you please hand me over? So let's welcome Tim, right? Yes, awesome. I like your hairstyle. You got a new hairstyle there. Uh, uh, this is a note uh, uh, from uh, our family life pastor, Margaret. Oh, isn't she beautiful? Uh, I don't know. I mean, she's so amazing. Whose wife is it? Oh, I think it must be mine. Oh, she's no, oh, no BS this week. I hope that means no Bible study. <laughs> all right? <laughs> so, all right. Um, I think live group is over. Uh, probably that's why. Uh, but uh, there's food and fellowship on Wednesday, I heard, all right? And I want to share today, oh, oh, and by the way, we have trash can here, we have box here. Um, if you have uh, extra uh, weight from Thanksgiving, please come and put it here. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to put a sermon together here with these things. I hope it will work out, right? And if not, I can put the sermon in the trash. So let's try and work it out. So we're doing a sermon, 1850. Because our church has been here since 1850. How many of you knew that? Yeah? Yes, awesome. Now, now what happens in 1850? Uh, what happened in 1850? There were two things that I want to uh, mention to you. One is that uh, California as a state, uh, it, was a, it became a state in 1850. Did you know that? All right. If you didn't know, I gave you for free. That's not part of my salary, all right? And then Santa Clara First Baptist Church was established in 1850. When the state was formed, our church was also formed. We have been here in this state since 1850, sharing the gospel and sharing the good news. And uh, the reason why I, wa I want to bring this up is because why, why, we have, why have we been here for so many years? When a lot of churches have been closed... When churches, they have tried to start churches and they will close after five years, ten years. Uh, what is it that, what is it? What's the secret that Santa Clara First Baptists have been here for 167 years? That's amazing, isn't it? That's amazing. You know why? I think there is a clue. And there's something that we want to talk about here. But before we go there, it's because of you. It's because of your faithfulness. So I want to give a big hand to all of you. Awesome. Right? Your faithfulness. 
But as we talk about this, as we talk about Isaiah, that when you go through the fire, you will not be burned. When you go through the uh, water, you will not be drowned. You know, the river, uh, God will save you. I want to talk about that. And this is like, when, when you do that, when you do that, it's like getting into God's uh, witness protection. You know? How many of you are in witness protection? You wouldn't say it. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll be out, right? But when you're in witness protection, what is, the, what is one of the things that we find when we watch in a movie is that you get a new name and you get a new life and you don't know where, uh, people don't know where you live. Maybe some people know. But it's totally a new environment. You're in witness protection of U.S. government. And they try to give you a new name, new life, so you can start over. I want to look at uh, four things uh, to know uh, when we are in God's witness protection. Because why wouldn't a fire burn us? Why wouldn't a river, why, why wouldn't we get drowned in the deep waters? If we, or a flood or a, a tsunami. What is it? And there are four things here. God calls you by your name so you can find your true name. See? I have called you by your name. You are mine. That's what God said. Why did he call you by your name? Because you can find your true name. We will elaborate that. When when God calls your name, his presence goes with you into the future. Okay? Witness protection. The third one is, when God calls your name, He calls you to be His witness. And the fourth one, God formed and claimed you for His glory. So let's look at these four things this morning. Are you ready? Yes. I know you come here expecting God to speak to you, to to touch you, and so you can encounter God. That's the reason why you're here. And that is utmost to me. Every time I I prepare my sermon... I'm always praying to God that you will hear a voice from the Lord. You will see Him and experience God. And I hope that will happen this morning. See, the Word of God is fear not. Why would He say fear not? It's probably because we, are, we have fear. It's because we are afraid. Because we are anxious. Holiday seasons are joyous. Many people look forward to it. At the same time, many people sitting here this morning do not look forward to a holiday. Thanksgiving, Christmas, it brings lots of memories that brings fear and anxiety. And so where do we find God? In our joy, in our sorrow, in our fear. Fear not. Why would we say God? Why does God say fear not? Why? What is the purpose? How? How will He protect us? In what way will He protect us? And why would He do it? It's because He said, I have called you by your name and you are mine. You're formed and redeemed. I started my life in America when I was 30 years old. Now, in the valley, in this valley, I was talking to uh, our pianist who play uh, worship for us, uh, Alex. He works at Google. Uh, he managed uh, 30, 40 uh, people there. He's one of the VP there in uh, uh, Google. And he was saying that, uh, I won't sh- share his age, but he said, I am old at Google. You know, I'm like, what? 
I mean, he's young. He's a young guy. He's considered old because 20s, early 20s, mid-20s, you know, they're all working there and making it. And they're making it. So when I come and start at 30 here in America, I'm already old in our context, in this valley. By 30, people have established themselves. By 30, they have made a name for themselves. They have made lots of money, you know. But here, when I came, uh, I was 30. And I was new to this country. And I came to study in the seminary. I didn't come for a job. I didn't have a, a big contract or a big company to work. I was following God's call. And I didn't know where it was going to be. Right? So what happens is, when I came... Um, I, I came with my wife. We, I, I brought my wife, a young, beautiful wife, right? And uh, on the first day of, uh, on the first day when we were here in America, um, and I'll show this to you. When we unpack this box, and everything is done. Um, I didn't have a dining table you know, in, in that room when I started my life with my wife. And there were plates like this. Two plates. And then we had one McDonald's cups. Who brings a wife into a new country that you don't even have a dining table there is no chair. You have, I have one bed and a couch. And for a dining table, we unpacked the box. And there were two plates, and I didn't have a cup. And I don't know where the McDonald's cups came from, but it was there. And we started our life in America like that. And then he tells me to fear not. I mean, he's telling me to fear not. In a new country, absolutely nobody that I know. And I'm a student in a seminary. I have to pay my own rent. I can't work because at that time I was an international student. I had no income. When I came to America... I had close to $400 in my pocket. That was it. And I started with $400 in my pocket. And I cashed it into traveler's check. And it was there. You know, God calls you by your name and you can find your true name. See, when you go to Revelation, it says, you will have a new name. Right? You're going to find your true name. Some of us are sitting here and maybe your, your true name has never been called out. Or you have never found yourself. You have never been introduced to your true self. And your true self, your true name is waiting to be called out. So he or she can live the life that he or she is supposed to live. Say. 
when is he going to call me out? When is she going to call me out? It's waiting to be called out. New life, new name. So when I came here, people say, what's your name? So I say, my name is Ungriso Valui. The first time, I'm very enthusiastic. And they say, Ungriso, you know? Like, Ungriso, Ungresio. I mean, they shoot my name, right? So I just, just call me Valui. Okay. So they call me Value, right? Valui. But I just became pastor to many people. Because it was easier. So fear not. With a McDonald cup, two plates, and a carton box. And it feel, I felt like God was calling up. Because the first day I came to seminary, it was Sunday. Because my plane was delayed by a day. And there was nobody there at the airport to pick me up. Right? So, I was trying to call somebody, you know, and then you need a quarter. What's a quarter? I've never seen a quarter in my life. Right? I never used a telephone, American telephone. I'm walking in, I can't even call. I had $20 in my pocket. I got $20 in my pocket. Right? I'm feeling awesome, right? Yes, yes. And then, I'm going to a change there. Can you give me a change? Nobody's giving me a quarter. And there was an African-American lady. She was the security. She had the security, you know, the blue, navy blue kind of thing. And she gave me two quarters. And I called the seminary. It was Sunday. Nobody's there on Sunday. And I'm thinking, why there is nobody on a Sunday? People should be there on a Sunday in a seminary. You know, I had no idea. That people have their own life and families. <laughs> when I arrived in the seminary, there was nobody there in the campus. I wanted to bring two more suitcases for a prop, but I didn't want to crowd this space. I'm pulling the suitcase and looking and walking around for it. There was nobody. Fear not. I mean, how is that? Fear not going to make sense. When you come to a new place, when you don't see anybody, when you don't know where you're going. I walked around and walked around. And I went to one of the door and pulled it and yanked it and the door was open. And I went in there and there was nobody. But there was a trash can. You know. There was a trash can there and I don't know why I went to the trash can and I pulled up the trash can, the lid, and it was full of food. Just full of food. Some of them were not open. I think they had a service or something and they must have dumped it, whatever. And then I tried to walk away. And then I heard a voice. Voice from common things. You don't expect to hear a voice from a trash can. You put trash there. As we're going away, I heard a voice just speaking to me. You'll never go hungry in America. That was the voice I heard. You will never go hungry in this place. Fear not. I will take care of you. Voices from common things. 
And if I have not stood by that trash can, I may not have heard that voice. We go by in our life on so many common things. So many common things are there. Maybe if we just slow down and pause, those common things can speak to us. That we can hear voice like in a trash can. God can make the donkey speak. See, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. He's saying, there is no God before me. There is no God after me. By the way, you can follow my sermon uh, in the app, right? Our church app. I just want to remind you again, Santa Clara First Baptist Church, Apple, iTunes, or Android, you can download and follow there. Um, And those of you that are watching from around the world, uh, you can download our app, and the sermon notes is there too, okay? Just wanted to let you know. Santa Clara First Baptist Church. If iTunes, Android, download it. Our app is awesome. It's the best in the world that I have seen, so I just wanted to let you know. (laughs) So there is no God before you, and there is no God But there's no God before me. There's no God after me. Everyone who is called by my name, I created, I formed him. I formed him. And this morning, I pray that God will call out your name. And it could be from ordinary things. Could be from ordinary things. So when God calls your name, his presence goes with you into the future. Right? When he calls out your name, he wouldn't just call out and let you go. He calls you out and then he will walk with you into your future. When there's fire, when there's water, literally, did you know that our church was burned down in 1937? Right? In 1937, our church was burned down. And there was no money. So for about 10 years or more, uh, they couldn't build a church. I mean, look at our beautiful church today, 2017 like 70 years later or so, right? And uh, uh, at one time, then God provided. And this church used to own from Moraka Street there all the way to Pomeroy Avenue. That, that, is, that was the land of this church. I wish we have it back. <laughs> right? I mean, look at those apartments and houses that they've built. That's... Uh, Millions and millions of dollars over there. That used to be our church. So from a fire, from we can't build a church to the church that we own. And we don't owe a dime on this building to anybody. And that's to you. I want to applaud you for that. You've been faithful. Awesome. We don't owe anything except love one another and love our neighbors. And to love the strangers and the poor. That's what we owe for. But we don't owe a dime here because of you, because of what the Lord has provided. Fear not in the fire. We've been standing here because of God's faithfulness. That's what I wanted to say to Santa Clara First Baptist Church. That is the reason why your pastor also have doubts. I want to let you know. Your pastor also have doubts. He struggles. People come and go. You want a lot of people to come. You want to grow your church. And you pray sometimes, oh, can this church grow? 
And then you want to do things. A lot of things that are popular and catchy, hip. You want to do things to attract people. The Lord always brings me back to say, preach the word of God. I just want you to preach the word of God. And I'm preaching the word of God here in this church. Because I know deep down in my heart, that will make us last for another century. So if I yield into the temporary and be seduced by the things of the world and to please the world and do all things to please people, then I may not please the Lord. I am convinced in my heart that if we stick to the Word of God and if we obey God and follow Jesus faithfully, our church will continue to thrive and to lead and to serve the next 167 years later again. Are you with me? Yes. I know that's the reason why. I know why do we preach the word of God. Why are we like what we are? It's because we know for sure. That God is faithful to those who are faithful. And they will say where are you from? To me. Where are you from? And. Um. Where do I come from? And I try to explain that, you know, oh, I was in India. Oh, you don't look like an Indian. Yeah, I was. In, so I'm, I'm, from, I'm a Naga in Manipur, Nagaland. Long explanation. Where are you from, right? I, so it, I don't know what to say, right? As I moved on, I'll say, oh, I'm from Chicago. No, no, before that. And we go round and round. I'm from Michigan. No, before that. I'm from Santa Clara. No, before that. I was in Chicago. I was in Michigan. I was in India. Are you an Indian? Where are you from? Where do you come from? Where do you come from? You know, you are my witness. And, and then you talk about blessings in common place. Blessing in common place. So when we unpacked, we came in the evening, we unpacked, we were tired, and we were going to eat, and my wife and I, and uh, we sat down. Because there was no chair. She was sitting on that side. I was sitting on this side. And we were eating literally like this. And we were drinking from the cup. And one thing that my wife has never done to me was that she did not embarrass me with this. She has never made me feel small. She could have said, you brought me to this place like this to start a life together here. She has never embarrassed me for what I have, for what I don't have. And then I remember that God has never embarrassed me in my life. See? That's the reason why he's saying, fear not. Because when we were squatting on the floor, Looking at each other, having each other, starting a new life at 30 years old, having nothing. God spoke to me on that floor in that common place. Fear not, I'll take care of you. God can speak to us in a common place. We're always looking for a spiritual high. 
We want to go pilgrimage here and there, hoping that God will speak to us. He can speak in your dorm. He can speak to you in your office space. He can speak to you when you're doing your work in the kitchen and cooking. Wherever you are, every day of your life, even in your classroom, God can speak to you. I never knew that McDonald's would be part of our life when we started. I am not uh, selling McDonald's here, but uh, that's what happened. Blessings in commonplace. Why do he do that? Because he said, you're my witness. Says the Lord. Says the Lord. And my servant whom I've chosen. Remember not what I have done for you in the past. Consider not what I have done for you in the past. I'm going to do a new thing to you. And since 2001, in this country, my country, my home now, that God has called me into this country to call this my country, my people, my home. He has not embarrassed me a day. He has never embarrassed me. That's the God we serve. Since 1850 in this church. And I can tell you, he will not embarrass you if you follow him. You will hear him in commonplace. You will hear him from common things. And they will speak to you. Because when God calls your name, he calls you to be his witness. New things, new road. God will do it for us. So what do you do? What do you do is also other things that people ask me frequently. What do you do? When I was in the seminary, I got a call from a church. And, uh, well, we got a towel here, here to serve. So I think let's put it to use. People say, what do you do when you meet? You know, what do you do? We have defined by what we do. When I was in the seminary, we had to pay our rent. We had to pay for the dorm. We had to pay our tuition fee. I have no income, absolutely no income. I have no support. I have not raised any support from anybody. I just came in. One day a church called, can you come and preach? Then I came and preached. It was a, a new church plan, Indian American church. And I preached that Sunday and said, can you come and preach again? And then can you come and preach again? And I became the pastor of that new church plant. That's how the Lord provided for me. Very small church. 15, 20 people in the beginning. Calling in small beginnings. Do not despise small beginnings. I'm so happy to be here in Santa Clara. Because I know that God has a plan for us. That we can do good works for the Lord. And from here to here is God's blessing. It's God's blessing. So we can be a witness. So I can share the story that God spoke to me from a trash can. 
These people I have formed for myself, they shall declare my praise. And I want us to declare the praise. God formed and claimed you for his glory. So we can be a witness. We can be a servant. So we started with what is your name, right? In the beginning. I've called you by your name. You are mine. So God's calling you out. God's calling out. What's your name? He's calling out your true name. So you can find your purpose and meaning in your life. And he's calling you out even today. You know, so let me say again. What's your name again? Right? My name is Wung Reiso. Wung means king. Rei means great. So means glory. It means praise to the great king. Glory to the great. My name is praise to the great king. I am here to witness. And be a witness and a servant of the living God. Because he has formed me. He has created me for his glory. He has created me for his glory. He has created you for his glory. He has established Santa Clara First Baptist Church in 1850 for his glory. For his glory. Hallelujah. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of the old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. From the ashes of 1937, we are here as strong as we can be. We are SCFBC strong, strong in the Lord. Because we stand still in the Word of God. I'm going to ask the worship team to come forward. Because let us give praise and glory to God. Let us give praise and glory to God. For all the things that He has done for us. And I would like us to continue to be faithful. That we will fear not. Because it is God who calls you. It is God who has formed you. It is God who is going to go with you into your future. So today, wherever you are. You may be struggling with paying your bills. You're looking for a new job interview. You're having a difficult time at your workplace. Whatever problem you're going through. Marriage. Personal life that you can share to people. I want to speak fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Because God works if you have tried everything if you have tried everything and you haven't tried this one I want you to try God God works for me I think he might just work for you too amen